0: Hello, and welcome to An Awful Lot of Running, the unofficial, official Doctor Who podcast. As always, I am Jack, the resident Uber fan of Doctor Who, guiding you through our journey in time and space, and joining me, as always, is, I I can't, I, I can, I literally, I have like a list of them in my head, of like, things to say, oh, he's this to my this, and I always forget it, so he's my insert to my insert, published author, Robin Fowle.
1: Oh, what words to live by, mate, I'm... I'm touched that you'd think of me that strongly.
0: Yeah. You know, I just, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's been a long day. I can't think of, I can't think of doctor who related stuff. And I'm far too excited. Anyway, um, yes, we want more pressing things. We have, you know, you probably will have noticed uh, looking at the uh, description for this one. There is very much a mini episode. This is just a little one that we wanted to put out basically five days late than everyone else or, Maybe a week or two by the time I actually finish uh, uh, editing it. But <laughs> Robin, Return of the King. I to those of you that somehow haven't heard, and I don't. I think you would have literally had to have um, hidden yourselves under a rock, um, genuinely, because you know the the Doctor Who community have literally been united and shouting to the heavens over this um original new who showrunner and all-around amazing writer and producer russell c davis is returning as doctor who showrunner in its 60th anniversary year
1: oh my god this is phenomenal news and it couldn't have come at a more amazing time because during our last podcast we 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 were doing some like talking afterwards and we're being like oh my god it'd be amazing if Russell t davis could come back and we
0: were literally there talking (sighs) talking with dominic g martin got you know bless his soul super really just amazing guy really awesome days and uh yeah i think it was you that said oh it'd be you know it'd be great if he came back and i think i said my anecdote about uh how i imagine him russell being a bit like uh one of those neighbors that uh you know just pokes his head over the wall to spill the spill the can and tea every now and again like he like <laughs> i could see him just popping back in every now and again and Don was like yeah i don't think it's gonna happen next day <laughs> yes, yes Davis,
1: hours. <laughs> literally
0: that's the 24 hours later bbc doctor who tweeted out and i i know this because i got into my car at the exact moment i finished work and got into my car at the exact moment just before i put on my uh my sat nav or my ways app to go home. I, I saw there was a notification that was starting and I had things starting to blow up of mutuals and people that I follow on Twitter and do like uh you know um notifications of their tweets was popping up and I was like what's going on? And I clicked on it and I went my jaw hit the floor and I literally went, Yes
1: I was so excited and I was I got excited knowing that i was excited but also that this would make jack excited so i just immediately was one of the hundreds of other people sending him stuff but oh it's so good just had to oh, i just literally that way.
0: i literally i just I I I, I I I do you know what doctor who twitter was like the most beautiful space in the world for a few days there <laughs> genuinely everyone was happy everyone was just you know i think I and mean, i think it really speaks to the quality of russell as a writer i don't think it's just nostalgia for new who either i really no, don't it no. is
1: because if oh so well
0: oh it totally does but also if i mean i don't know if you've seen anything that he's uh written since Robin, something like uh years and years or um it's a sin are two just phenomenally good dramas I've, just I've genuinely
1: heard things. I've never watched them. I, I hardly have that much time to myself nowadays. So I try and watch what I'm interested in, and Doctor Who being one of those. But I just never. I don't know. I just I never tend to watch a lot of dramas. Well, I, I'll say
0: them? this much to you, man. You know, um, when we did our top ten favorite episodes, uh, oh, yeah, or as yeah. I was like to call it, the cursed episode of our pod. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, you've had one of your favorite episodes is "Turn Left," yeah? Oh yes. Years and years is basically "Turn Left" as an entire as an entire series.
1: Okay, you're selling it to me now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like straight up, it's like t- "Turn Left" was the pilot to it because it's it's just a phenomenal, oh. phenomenally good show. Fantastic actors. There's a potential fourteenth Doctor. I'd say in that. Ooh, in someone okay. that I mentioned a while ago and I think a lot of people on Twitter are championing as well that being Tania Miller uh, who is obviously in that uh, she's also in The Haunting of Bly Manor which I don't know if you ever saw uh, Robin
1: uh, No, I'm a wimp when it comes to horror I can't do that
0: <laughs> Still? Still? Really? Really still? I, I, I mean, I, I, mean I, I know I, I know, I, you're I... the guy that switched off Torchwood episode 1 10 minutes in but
1: I, Jack this is me who I couldn't watch um, the newest situation of it. It was too intensive, too atmospheric for me. And the moment I let our friend Rob know about this, he just responded with one word: "just wimp." It was like it's it's scary in places. It's like it is not scary at it's, all. It it's, like... it's
0: it's it's really not scary at all, uh, personally. Yes. It's it's I enjoy chapter one. I've not seen chapter two. I enjoy chapter one. But um yeah it's it's not it's not scary, Georgie. Oh my god, sorry that might just sound like Scooby doo (laughs) Georgie, you come from too
1: like (laughs) sweets.
0: No, it's fine. Shaggy's got ultra instinct, it's fine. Oh
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Anyway, anyway, Uh, that's that's us going on a tangent again. Um Rossity Davis is coming back to Doctor Who, Robin. Just and like I to read the article here, you know it says, and I and I think I looked at it for a good while uh, last Friday away. when this came out, and I just what I just looked it in disbelief. I thought at some point it was going to be revealed to be one of these fake uh, Twitter accounts, which somehow manages to like post-Doctor Who stuff and people somehow believe it or it looks a little bit real and stuff. Um, <laughs> and it just goes, Rusty Davis will be making an explosive return to the, to screens to celebrate the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who in 2023 and series beyond. Uh, BBC Studios are partnering with Bad Wolf to produce, which in itself is amazing. So Bad Wolf, uh, the production studio, which obviously worked with uh, New Who when they started off anyway, and bad wolf based in cardiff uh again based in wales there was a bit of a rumor that doctor who was going to be leaving wales but it's uh, <laughs> it's i i just it's and the full like 2005 new who series one to series four hype train just started The nostalgia for it was just Oh my goodness! You know, I think what got me as well is I I read it when I first read it. I was like, oh, he's just returned for the 60th. That's fine. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, that's, that's
1: what I thought as well.
0: And then I, I was like, wait, series, series. Mm. I was like, no, I was like, there's no way, there's no way he's going back to it. But
1: he is. It, it's crazy. Like I think, like you, everyone thought when they read like, oh, it's just going to be like a 60th special, and that's going to be something really awesome. But wait, we're getting. One whole series, possibly more than one series. Like, oh, that's amazing! Like, Absolutely incredible.
0: What What I love about um, Russell Russell as a writer as well is that he is so. I, I, I'm quoting Mister Tardis now from a line stream. Just, he says right, he's so tuned into the zeitgeist, and so tuned into like poli- like political. Um, things and just, it, just things going on in the world that he comes out with something like Turn Left, like in two thousand and eight, and you look at Turn Left now, and it's pretty um, I mean, it's pretty on the nose for, like, it's pretty fucking relevant now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I haven't watched it since I watched it back then and it's one of my favorite episodes but probably going back to it now will probably have even more relevance and just that extra eesh yeah
0: mm. oh
1: <sighs> mate it's
0: it's <sighs> you know it, and i think that just goes to show i've i saw some people uh on twitter Talking about how they they were worried that that Russell was going to come back and it was just going to be a retread of uh, series one to four of Doctor Who, and that would just be it. But I mean, I think to to have seen what he's done since, which I've seen, um, like I said, I've seen it's a sin. I've seen years and years. He is Robin. He was a fantastic, amazing writer on Doctor Who. Yeah. Yes. He's gotten so much better again.
1: Oh, that's that's a relief to hear.
0: and I think I think as well, to think that h- him as a writer and him as a man would just go, "Oh, yeah, I'm just going to retread the same thing. It's so disingenuous to just to what he's put out because everything he's done is consistently different and evolves um what he you know it evolves from what he's done before. I mean, if, definitely check out years and years and it's a sin, Robin. And to anyone else, definitely check out that as well. Just two beautiful but harrowing dramas, genuinely.
1: If I can go back a step, actually, like what you're saying about how he is so in tune with the politics and everything, and that's something that really reflects his writing. I think that also really reflects his choice of monsters, which is something that was so great because there's a particular interview that he does that you can find on YouTube, where he's talking about his writing, and he talks about how you as an audience, you don't care about the Zogs and the Zogs problem on the planet of Zog, because it's just not something that you can relate to, or you don't give a strong enough reason for you to relate to them. However, by you grounding it in something very human or even grounded on earth which was a very something that they kind of stuck with for a lot in season one of new who especially that really kind of made you care more about these situations that the characters were affected by and these events that happened and i think something that he further reflected in his stories later on like how he designed monsters and incorporated monsters that the audience could instantly recognize their roles. Like the Ood were very much like slavery front and center. Whereas the, I forget their name, the awesome wino guys. Oh, um, the Jadoon, the, yeah. The Jadoon. the Jadoon, yeah. Like you could recognize them as the cops and because of those roles, you didn't have to invent brand new monsters that would use up the exact same role. Mm-hmm. and i think that's very important to get in a new fan base involved and to have them recognize these things and actually build up this world and this gravitance that this is a living breathing um universe despite it taking place in sorts of different times and planets if you if you kind of get what I'm saying. I'm saying oh, here. no, I
0: totally, I totally get what you're trying to say, man. Definitely, you know. Um, to go on a tangent, one of my favourite sentences ever written in the English language is a platoon of Jadoon on the moon. So,
1: <laughs> Oh, my God. Is, is that what you'd say during drama? You know, your your tongue twister to get ready? Like, a,
0: a platoon of Jadoon on the moon. Platoon of Jadoon on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, yeah. Uh,
0: oh, just well, you're completely right as well. With those, you know, I mean, you look at Ali- aliens in London or uh, and um, you know, those two episodes of the Slovene in series one, and that is all commentary on the war on terror, right? There, mm. you look at the master when he's brought in as uh, as you know, uh, as Mr. Saxon, you know, as John Saxon, and I mean, he's Tony Blair. Yeah, he's, he's straight. He's the Tony. He's Tony Blair. He really is.
1: You know, the other great thing about that is continuity. He builds up this continuity throughout all of them. Like we lose the Prime Minister, um, killed by the Daleks, and then that is followed up. That consequence is followed up by us getting the Master taken of that place. Because yeah, I think you're getting
0: slightly mixed up, man. The uh, the oh. prime minister is ki- or Tony Blair is killed by the Slovene in uh, in series one.
1: No, but the the, the next and, and then
0: and yeah. then Harriet Jones is prime minister, but the Doctor um, stops her being prime minister with the doesn't she look tired?
1: Ex prime minister, and that then government. and yeah. then
0: the master comes in and then in series four harriet jones is killed by the dalek show. or actually oh. she's not actually she's not actually killed uh which is a uh, which is a uh, i suppose a uh, cannon buster in itself
1: so <laughs> oh well dude i'm just so excited i'm probably ver vomiting right now everyone already knows that i've got the memory of a goat fish i'm just i'm just so excited about this because oh, the I know. guy knows continuity like you destroy big ben in like world war three or, like, the episode before, sorry, and uh, you then get that shown up in, like, the Christmas special if it's still being assembled.
0: Yeah. Or, you, you know, you get, like yeah, you get, you know, you get, um, well, yeah, you get Turn Left, which literally references, like, every um, series of New Who, apart from series one, but it basically references everything post uh, Runaway Bride. Mm. And it's like you know you have uh, you know have the Titanic uh, crashing into London and causing nuclear uh, you know uh, fallout. You have uh, the Santarans um, being you know being dealt with by the Tortured team. You have you know Sarah Jane being killed in the hospital with, when the Jadun go up there. It's like you know, like you say, it's that continuity which he mm. pays. To- and obviously, you know, we have to say obviously in Doctor Who there is no canon it's either all canon or it's not canon blah 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 but at the same time uh you know i I, I do I love continuity so and, I, so. It's,
1: and it, it's always cool to see that little payoff like woo <laughs> you know it's those first couple of seasons where like remember Bad wolf and we realized that Bad wolf was connected to episodes they weren't just self-contrained like little time travel adventures mm-hmm. oh that was so. Clever and great because you weren't expecting that, yeah. And it's things like that. Like, I've missed that kind of interconnectedness the fact that these stories impact the whole of our world in throughout time, not just self contained adventures, which has been something they've less tackled in the most recent series, mm-hmm. which you know it's good to be different as yeah, well. You don't yeah,
0: want to tread on that. Oh, and like, even with Moffat, you know, you could say that like a series 10, maybe doesn't have a, like a through, you know, like a little thing, which keeps you propping up. I mean, obviously in series nine, you have the hybrid, which is something which uh, people don't necessarily like. I mean, I, I, I like Hellbent, so uh, I, I can't really talk about that. Um, But yeah, like, yeah, like you say, it's, and then I remember as well in series two, when Torchwood started being the thing, and then it was, uh, you know, um, you know, Vote Saxon in Series 3. And then we had, like, multiple ones in Series 4, which was like – because we had Rose popping up in the little, you know, little parts. Yeah. And we yeah. had, you know, people saying to Donna, there's something on your back,
1: oh. which, which is
0: so, you know. So I'd love to see that sort of thing come back through, you know, in just in terms of his writing. Because it does it – like, it feels like treasure hunting, and it feels so – satisfying as a viewer and i think you know if you look at doctor who back in 2005 to 2010 Mm. it was very much it was event television oh it was you know and it was and you know it was very much everyone was drawn into it it was it was i mean it was in a way it was soap opera It, it was but in not in a bad way in a good way you know, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's right to call it soap uh soap opera. Call it soap opera in a um, uh, you know, in a diminished, uh, mi- mi- diminutive sense. Because I think you know, soap operas they've been running for years, and they can have fantastic writing at times. They can, you know, to be yeah, fair to definitely. them. You know, I mean, it's not. My, it's not necessarily my cup of tea, but at the same time, they can tell really good stories. So, I think that's. And it did, you know, like I say, Russell, in his writing style, and his approach as showrunner, made it event television. Because I, I tell you now, you know, you had Daleks uh, visiting, like, local libraries. You had, you know... It's never going to be like this again because we've had recessions and, you know, poverty is an all-time high in the UK. But, mm. you know, did you ever see the Toys R Us, like, displays?
1: Oh, my God. Yes. Just those... Um, interior TARDIS sets that you could get with the figures oh, yeah. and the sonic screwdrivers, like those were an all-time high with the Daleks. Mm-hmm. Like, and you never—I don't think we're ever going to quite get to that height again either. Like, especially since Doctor Who was so fresh and new and exciting back then, and it was a big deal. Like, it's what inspired um, Merlin and prime evil from itv side to compete with them um and robin hood like i remember me uh. and my family every saturday night we would make that our uh, fajita and tv night as a family would sit down and watch because
0: because they had those as like the as like the autumn equivalent because doctor 2 always aired in like from like uh from like easter for 13 weeks and then it came back for christmas and then it was the same thing again and like mm. you're right, they had Merlin, they had uh, they had Robin. I loved Robin Hood, by the way, I loved it more than they probably yeah. should have, genuinely.
1: <laughs> it, it, it was a lot better than Merlin. I wanted to enjoy Merlin more, but I just couldn't quite get oh, into god.
0: it. Oh, god, the Merlin stands are going to come after you now, man. I completely agree. I, I, I couldn't get into it, I know other people enjoy it, and power to you. I'll say that much.
1: Robin Hood was weird, though. Like, I remember when they killed with Maid Marian, and that yeah. was Yeah!
0: Like, um, spoilers, like, by the way. <laughs> but
1: for, for, like, a, what? Ten-plus-year series? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah i know you never know
1: you never know when people are going to get into shit
0: you know i saw i saw someone the other week getting cross because someone spoiled something about breaking bad I'm
1: like i want series three and you just draw in that. It's like what oh, oh, oh careful 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 i haven't actually finished or i haven't actually oh no I won't, I won't, oh, oh you black on my side okay <laughs> oh god yeah no, no, i i i can't I've got nothing to defend myself with, right there. Yeah, yeah. Let's
0: face it. I mean, Breaking Bad is required watching, man. So, what's wrong with you? Uh,
1: I I want to. I just I didn't have the means before, and I know it's now in like Netflix and everything. But God, it's finding the time to watch them because it's like how many seasons at like forty-five Six. minutes apiece. Six seasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um... I'll, I'll do it at some point.
0: Yeah, I mean it's literally been on Netflix for like almost ten years now, man. But okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> as always, Jack, you, you never fail to just want to throw me under the bus for a little wow, bit. Just, you know, I'm just, I'm just
0: saying, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, can I tell you what my biggest hope for uh, Russell coming back is going to be?
1: You may, Jack. You may.
0: Okay, my biggest hope: thirteen episode series airs every year around the same time. Christmas special,
1: mm-hmm. and here's
0: the big one. You ready for this?
1: Yep, yeah, I'm ready.
0: Doctor Who Confidential.
1: Oh yes, God, BBC Three's
0: so coming cool. back as a, as an actual TV channel. Give us, give us Confidential. Give us Doctor Who Confidential.
1: I loved that so much. I did. Like, and, and remember at the end of every single one, they had that little kind of ova at the end like the the little music video that they tied up to the episode
0: i used to love that yeah
1: oh my god
0: just so like oh my god that would just be amazing wouldn't it you know obviously you know it'd be nice to have some competent writing as well in doctor Who again now but oh sorry sorry no sorry sorry i don't mean it again please please chiptell stands i don't mean it i'm just joking and i don't and you know what i don't believe in putting someone down to raise someone up anyway. So, you know, oh, big yeah, up, right. big up, big up, Chris Chibnall, genuinely, you know, even even Russell says that in the, when he says that, you know, he says, uh, I'm taking over in 2023, but until then I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a viewer, same as the rest of you. And uh, I am paraphrasing now, but it's like, you know, and so I can't wait to watch and enjoy uh, what Chris, my wife, what my friend and hero Chris Chibnall, uh do with series 13. So,
1: And you know, I am generally really curious to see just what they do with that because remind me here, Jack, is it like five or six episodes, which are all. Yeah, it's six
0: episodes, which is one big plot. And then there's three specials coming out next year. Mm. So, uh, which was, you know, we originally told it was going to be an eight episode series, but then it's the six episodes now, which are going to be aired this year. Uh, I reckon we'll have like a New Year's special again. Then maybe an Easter special, and then it's the BBC Centenary—the uh, you know, the one year, 100 years of the BBC. They're doing a Doctor Who big oh, episode wow. there, which is which is going to be Jodie's last episode. And I was going to say
1: that sounds like a good one.
0: Which you know, which like you know, we've never seen a Centenary episode for the BBC before, so it'd be interesting to see what happens there. But of course, that meant that. You know, myself, and I think a lot of people as well, like, well, we're going to have the Centurionary spe- Special, the 60th of the years are, year after. We're probably not going to be- get a big fuss for the 60th, you know. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen, you know, because we need to have a new showrunner. We'd have to, have to have a new Doctor. There's not enough time. I mean, tell you what, the <laughs> I, I, I literally, I compared it to, you know, when Joker was announced for Smash?
1: Oh, yes, and it was uh, like, oh, my
0: God, fucking anything is possible.
1: Like... I was so freaking happy with that. I'm a huge persona nerd, like one of my favorite franchises. I woke up in bed, had half a dozen people message me. and I was like, oh, what? And I just woke up, eyes a lit, when that announcement was on my phone, just watching that trailer, like, like, but it
0: is, it is. It's, it's I think it's the same sort of thing. It's like anything is possible now. It feels like we could actually, because I don't imagine Russell. Russell is such a big Doctor Who fan himself. He says it's his favorite show. He's going. He can't wait to work on it again. I don't see how he could do anything other than something massive for the sixtieth. You know, just to, and especially because he's friends with Stephen Moffat as well. Just to one up him for the fiftieth, mm. just be like, "Fuck you, bro." <laughs> But yeah. can you imagine if they got Moffat back to write a single episode as well with Russell?
1: Uh, no, I, I'd be more than happy with that because I'm a big fan of both of the Whiten. And this is making me, as a Doctor Who fan, just even more excited and really yeah. passionate about getting back into that. Like, I, after our two wonderful episodes that we've had with our two fantastic guests, just again, thank you, Wazalon and Dom for. Being a part of this and you both kicking so much ass, um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get back into Doctor Who. I'm going to watch uh, the next episode, Orphan Fifty Five, and yes. <laughs> <sighs> not oh.
0: the
1: worst Doctor Who episode I've ever seen, but it's Ooh, it could be I don't so know, it's up there for me. Um,
0: right.
1: to Benny, my- Benny, where's my Benny? Shut up! Shut up, Benny. Benny. They don't explain what happened to Benny. Like, mate,
0: they don't explain a lot, and they and the ending message talk about smashing it down your throat. It's like, it's like, oh yeah, this this episode, which was we thought was about something else, was actually about this thing the entire time, and you should have known that. And here's the message: bam, bam, to eat it, eat it.
1: I didn't like the fact that she was like, oh, no, 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 that's only one possible timeline unless we fix our ways. And it's like, no, 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 Doctor Who doesn't work like that. We know that it will just go like this. Like, unless you fix this mess now, that is our future. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it it, uh, it just
0: adds to the uh, list of uh, morally uh, ambiguous thing the 13th Doctor have done, you know. Uh, well, I say morally ambiguous, it's uh basically shitty behavior by the 13th Doctor,
1: she, you know. She's, turning, she's getting turned into a Vulcan as well. In the last season, they introduced a nerve pinch, which that would be amazing in any circumstance, any to yeah. get out of. Although, it. T- to be and fair,
0: that 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 kind of tie that does that has history, and who that ties back to uh that ties back to uh John Pertwee's uh. Doctor and his Venuvian uh,
1: Aikido Akido or whatever it is. Fair enough. I did not know that. I'm not uh old Huvian, new Huvian. Um, but they d- has she ever been able to mind meld?
0: Well, yeah, because the doctor's telepathic in some way. Even even in one of your favorite episodes, uh, the girl in the fireplace, he you yeah, know, he goes I... telepathic with Renette, doesn't he? You know, yeah. and she does and you know, there's that there's that amazing moment where she's like Mm, uh, you know like oh yeah. such a lonely child and he's like what do you mean? you've never been in a lonely life she's like no you doctor such a lonely little boy and he's like what
1: yeah no, like, that's that oh. a really great scene in that as well yeah
0: but yeah, but I know what you're referring to it's when the doctor um, mind wipes uh, Ada Lovelace isn't it yeah in the end of Spyfall part 2 and it's like you literally a series or two series ago you literally had Bill telling you how shitty that behaviour that was and she's just doing it again now, mm-hmm. yeah. And not not to mention the elephant in the room, you know, where she weaponizes the master's race against him. But, anywho, yes, not, but I, I will, sorry, I will I'm, I, I'm getting, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting thing again. It's, sorry again, and I apologize to all Chibnall lovers, genuinely. I'm very, re- very sorry.
1: I, I, we're just very excited because we're both yeah. very passionate about Russell T. Davis's yeah. writing and we're not trying to be like oh my god he's the god of writing he can do no wrong it's just this is just a very exciting time we're both passionate about those first few seasons and you know it's it's
0: we're so nostalgic for it and i think i genuinely think that some of the best stories in all of doctor who are in those Series, you know, genuinely. And I tell you what, man, wasn't it amazing how the BBC capitalized on this massive news by releasing the Series 13 mega trailer and release date the day after? Oh, wait, they fucking didn't. We literally, we literally have no idea
1: when Series 13 is airing. There's been a post today saying that an announcement is coming out soon, but. Whether that's going to be a week's time, yeah, it's like, yeah, like...
0: It, it, yeah, you're going to have an announcement on Friday. Uh, I can't tell you which Friday, but
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's literally about what I was about to say. <laughs> but, but no, I, I want to, I want to finish up season twelve because I'm, I'm also am excited for season thirteen. I, I gotta format. say, you
0: have, you have got a couple. Like, really fun episodes, And one really good one, I have to say, in Series 12 to get to. So, yeah. And and there's... uh, I'm interested. I'm very interested. And I feel like we need to have another mini episode. The second, nay, the millisecond you finish the last episode of Series 12. The minute you finish The Timeless Children.
1: Okay, okay. When I get to that point, I'm watching it right before we podcast. And then we're just doing it live.
0: Like I feel like we should almost do a mystery science theater uh, on it at some oh point. I, to be fair, I would love it if we could do that for an episode sometime. I'd love it for us
1: to do like a, a track, a commentary track for one. But hey, we should. Is...
0: Maybe we fucking should.
1: Yeah, we should. Like, but the question is, do you do it for an episode that we love, um so we can talk about the positives? Or do we just pick an episode that we both hate? I mean, and we I think pair apart.
0: I think I think that's what it has to be. You know, like you know, yeah. it's, it's like you know, yeah. As much as so I love the idea of cinema wins, I'm always going to watch cinema sins over
1: mm. over it. You know. <laughs> oh my god! I just, I, I guess like what we should talk about now is like, um, what are kind of the things that we want to see explored in this new era of Russell t davis what are some of the themes that he brought up before that we'd like to explore and maybe some of our favorite episodes of his um yeah yeah
0: i can tell you straight away what i want and i say this as a straight cis white man as well okay 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 i want it to be the gayest series (laughs) of doctor who ever I want I, full on LGBTQ representation. I want uh black and other ethnic minorities uh, uh you know representation in. I want it just to be the most beautifully um diverse fabulous. cast and fabulous naive and as well, you know, mm-hmm. genuinely. That's what is that is what I would love beyond anything else. And I just want it to be good storytelling as well.
1: You know? Dude, that that sounds great to me. I think we should have more representation it. We definitely have had it in s- some past episodes, but why the hell not say it loud and proud, Let's just enjoy this, you know, yeah,
0: let's do it. just I would oh, I would just it would make me so, so happy to see genuinely, you know, and again, I say that as a as a straight cis white man, you know, <laughs> but I'm a big ally and I love you know, I love my friends and I love I know I love you know, I love that community so oh yeah.
1: yeah i've got some amazing trans and like gay friends who are just absolutely wonderful they're some of the best writers i know some of the best sort of comedians like there's so much fun they are and i i just think that would be something brilliant especially as they're all doctor who fans as well
0: oh that's yeah that's that's so that's something i want um I'd love to see him tackle like old like bring back other old monsters. And like there's even like I don't know, there are episodes I'm sure that he wanted to do
1: mm-hmm. way
0: back that he never got around to. It'd be great to see those come
1: back, you know? Yeah, I, I know a while back they uh, managed to get one of his lost scripts and did they do that for big Finn? Yeah, or?
0: they are there. That's the mind of Honda, I believe. They're releasing that early next year I believe with uh, mm. Colin Baker and Bonnie Langford. yeah to be honest you know they happen I was like oh okay cool we're getting another do-. I, you know what a couple months ago I was like oh awesome we're getting another Russell T Davis script oh I get you know it's it's his big finish but you know that's that's pretty cool and then it's like <laughs> now it's like oh my god oh mm. my god just oh I just can't it's genuinely it feels like possibilities are endless you know
1: I mean I'm not trying to sound like I just kind of want like what the first couple of seasons did but I really do want to have this kind of this tied universe this season that sort of has callbacks to previous episodes and then ties them together and have actions have consequences just even just little background details just just um, you
0: know i mean let's face it in current who that'd be nice for actions to have consequences. <laughs> sorry i keep doing that i can't help it stop 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 digging on chip bag. Chip bag.
1: Stop, i'll
0: say it again i'm sorry i'm really sorry chip off that it's, carry on robin
1: <laughs> no no it's i i get you jack i really really do and it's I, I want that. I want him to maybe come up with new monsters that we can instantly recognize and be like, oh, this is what this monster is. And we know this whenever they come back, because there's something really fun about setting up this greater universe like that. It's things like um, have Star Wars and Star Trek, they have those familiar races, which we know Vulcans are logical. We know Rookies are big rowdy walking carpets, you know, it's things like these. And to have these sort of return and races would be so great. I'd um,
0: love, I'd really love them to bring back. I'd love them to do a Slavine episode.
1: Okay. Oh.
0: And and yeah. hear me out on this. Okay, a Sycorax, okay, okay. a Sycorax episode. I would love them to have, you know, the ones from uh the, the enemies in the uh Christmas evasion
1: yeah you know
0: i would love yeah. to see them come back and see like an exploration of their world which i'm sure they've had in the expanded media but i'd love to see that because that, i think as a villain design or as a monster design they are so cool and so creepy as well and i love that bit when uh, when they're like uh when the guy is talking about how oh it's a mask uh, they can take it off they could look like us underneath or not
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: And it brings me back to oh, you know what? It made me think of it made me think of Christmas Invasion because it was like it felt just like that bit where it's like, well, hang on a minute, if you're speaking English, that means and everyone turns around and the doors open up. It's the doctor, only instead of doctor, it's Russell going. Did you miss me?
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, that would be. If that doesn't exist, the wedding is someone. Editing that
0: i i i have to i have to say i actually uh, i found that on tiktok so uh shout out to that guy and i was like yep that's it that's literally how i feel you know that beyond you know return of the king and all that stuff and uh i put on twitter i put on twitter i i went um me in 2000 and uh me in 2023 uh 13 years after seeing his name in the titles looking at Russell back in said titles and I just put the picture of from how the Train, dragon two of uh, of a stoic going you're as beautiful as the day I lost you <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh and speaking of shout outs very quick shout out to Harbo Holmes who did a fantastic video breaking down Russell T Davis's uh, work and that's where I got my notes for this. So oh, frankly,
0: uh, I'm so glad you watched Harbo. He, he's awesome. I really love Harbo stuff.
1: No, he, he's he's great. And I didn't want him to just say with this and then sort of be like, "Hang on, that sounds like like hobo." It's like, no, 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 I'm not just ste- oh, Okay, I am stealing from him, but you know, I need to have notes for this. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah,
0: Hey, you know exactly. Yeah, you haven't stolen anything, at wrong. I mean, you, I know you've taken, you've put your own spill on it anyway. So. <laughs> Ah, but okay. Uh, what 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 are you hoping for? Like beyond anything else,
1: dude. I, I think it's kind of like that. Just like I'd be very happy with like some more down to earth stories. Um, because one thing that he does as a writer as well, I know other writers do this as well. But when they choose like a key word for an episode, and that really sticks, like I never thought of the empty child and that keyword being romantic like that was a very interesting word for that but because of that happy ending and because of that kind of hope and love uh, like that could only be had by like a mother and a son i completely get that encompasses and i kind of i want to see more wonderful episodes like that episodes of loss episodes of hope um and yeah i'm just oh. i i feel like i'm just kind of word vomiting yeah. now what do, do, do you
0: know what? i've just thought of something i'd love to have back. i'd like to, i'd love to have the formats back robin of present day episode future episode
1: past it past
0: episode in your first yes. three that's what i would love because i love that format so much yeah, and it's same. i'll be honest it's worked so well over at big finish for the um for the 10th doctor uh box sets that they did the first three for the first first three volumes because they did exactly that like right we're going to replicate we're going to replicate Russell's formula we're going to do a like a present day episode a future episode and a past episode future past present you know like yeah you got me
1: it's the best way to do it because you've got your present day which is something that everyone can relate to and by having a threat come in that kind of it's like oh shit you know how are we going to deal with this Whereas if you have a future episode, you can explore things that you can't possibly have in modern day. And a past episode, you can take a new spin on historical events. And I know everyone has a different preference. Some people prefer the future episodes, some people prefer the past or present. I'm always a stickler for past episodes. Those have always been my favorites. Um, I, I don't know about you, Jack. Are you what, what are I, I, you?
0: I, I I I love a historical I love Mm -hmm. a future when done properly. I feel like sometimes with a future episode, I can lose a bit of interest if it's too sort of gimmicky, you know, or if it's too, like if it's, you know, if it's too, you know, I mean, it's obviously it's doctor here and you have to suspend disbelief. And I have no issue doing that. Hell, I've watched Gurenlagen, you know, (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw
1: a universe at your face. But, but Jack, it makes perfect sense for this robot to go inside this other s- robot, the size of a boat to go inside the size of like a planet to go inside the size of a galaxy, a universe. Like, uh, <laughs> what?
0: Seriously, Gurren Lagan's Lagan is the shit, though. Um, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, but like you know, I, I can I can lose a bit of interest for future ones sometimes. You know, I just mm. I just can. It's just you know. It's just it's it's just something I have, you know. It's nothing. It's nothing know, to I, say I, the quality of them, you know. It's like it's a bit like um, probably my least favorite episode of series ten, which is a series I love. It's probably this smile, which is the one with the emoji bots. Yeah, and like and I like. I still like that episode. I still like it. I'm just a bit like, eh, you know.
1: I think one thing about future episodes is because there's nothing for us to gravitate towards, like if it's a modern day episode, then this is something that we're living in now, and now, and we can have the relevances from our current time affect those episodes. And if it's a past thing, we can enjoy visiting something that we can't, but also have a familiarity with. Mm-hmm. If you've got to come up with a future and it's got to be something completely different or something off-world, it's there's that kind of alienization to it, which can mm-hmm. be both a good thing for exploring stories as well as hindering your audience being able to follow it. And exactly. it's that real tight rope that you've got to balance
0: yeah I completely agree with that. I completely agree. And I think that Russell in his writing is very good at you know, and obviously you know he'll have other writers involved as well I think it'll be really interesting to see who those writers are. in my head, i've got I've got the dream team. I'm like it'll be Russell come back. Stephen Moffat will do an episode just because you know please. which would be cool. um, and then I was like, go on, Robert Shearman, go on, go on, Shearman, give mm. us a cheeky one. And then I was like. <laughs> Go, go on, Paul Cornell. Give us a Paul Cornell episode as well while you're at it. You know? Just, oh, I tell you what, though. So, Robin. Yeah. Best Russell C. Davis episode of Doctor Who? Oh, I mean... Shall I tell you mine?
1: Yeah, yeah, please.
0: Love and Monsters. <laughs>
1: oh, fuck you. Fuck you, Jack. I <laughs> hate that episode so much. <laughs>
0: You know what? R- Rasselon Productions uh, shout out has kind of made it better for me in my head since uh, as okay, okay. you spoke about it in our first episode. I kind of see it a bit more now. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I can't, you know, it, it, it's a bit of fun. It's certainly better than fear her, which is like the episode after it. So
1: <laughs> they better, better, okay? better than
0: fear her. Okay. It's better than fear her, marginally. And
1: you know, is and you know what it's,
0: it's at least it's a lit, it's at least a bit of fun, you know. You can't tell me there's nothing redeeming about it. There's there's some fun stuff in it, you know. Uh, and okay, yeah, don't be yeah. get don't get me wrong, it has got the terrible joke, you know, which is probably as bad as the Wi-Fi joke, if not slightly more like gross.
1: That that's just a horrible joke. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, so. okay, real, real, real <laughs> one.
0: Okay. And you know what? It's funny because my this this is one of my favorite episodes. I think it's his best, his best. I think it's the best of that series that it's in. I think it's the. I think it's his best episode. I think it's one of the best episodes of all. Of New Who, just to just to try and you know string along there. Midnight. Mm. I think Midnight is his best one, best script, best because it does so perfectly encapsulate paranoia, and not to mention he wrote that script over a fucking weekend to fill a gap.
1: That's it's crazy,
0: you know. And I I would literally tell you that mid, it could be a play, Midnight. Yeah, I would, I would, I would watch a play like an adaptation of Midnight as a play because it is so brilliant, so atmospheric, and the dialogue and the action is just so. It's, it's not even it's action. Not, it's a cheap episode, but it's just so brilliant.
1: You know what's great about that episode as well? Not only is it a great Doctor Who story. But if you took that story away, if you did the exact same premise and everything, but you were doing it for a school play or something or you're performing it for people that didn't know Doctor Who and you replaced the Doctor with someone else, it would still be a fantastic story in itself because it's still about those themes of survival and fear that can tear us apart. And I think that in itself makes it such a wonderful piece of writing totally totally i uh <laughs> i, that I turn on, left
0: I oh yeah that turn left stolen earth as well mm. i love that one for you know because he has that moment where which in itself that's kind of a doctor light episode as well but then you know he has the amazing oh we have the amazing you know reaction of sarah jane and and captain jack to the daleks yeah. And, like, he wrote that knowing full well. You know, if that had been a classic era skip, they could have just been like, Daleks, oh no. He took the time to really make those characters fleshed out and real that you felt it. You fucking felt it when Sarah Jane is there breaking down the the Daleks. Oh, I still – I rewatched it just the other day, and I still get chills just – so much more from her performance than anything else, because she just, you know, God rest her, Liz yeah, Sladen. Just, oh my God, just the look she gives is just, oh, one of my favorite that, scenes in all, one of my favorite scenes in all of Doctor Who. That genuinely,
1: yeah, it speaks so much volumes that one scene and that one piece of acting, and that's that's something amazing on her side as an actress. She's a wonderful actress like 100 but to have to encompass so many different emotions and we as an audience as well know the devastation that the Dark can deal at that point as well so oh it's so powerful um yeah he, he's also written some other great fun episodes like tooth and claw like come on werewolf monks like just a mishmash episode of different oh, things thrown in the fun, pot. Such a so fun funny.
0: episode. I mean, don't get me wrong. The werewolf doesn't hold up in every uh, bit that it's in now, but the first no. shot, first shot is really good. You know, um, I, you know, it's I, I a fun, fun one. Episodes, you know, the Smith episodes, and Jones. Like... Another fun episode with the Jadun that you've already spoken about. Partners mm. in crime, where he reintroduces your favorite companion, Donna. You know. Uh, I rewatched watched yeah. that one just the other night I did just because yeah, I wanted, yeah, yeah. and I was like this one is like peak Russell C. Davis. Mm. I, I put it on Twitter and Rassilon, fuck you man, literally went <laughs> he was like, bro, Love and Monsters is right there though. <laughs> and I was like <laughs> I was, and I was like, I kind of hate you that you've made me kind of unironically like it. <laughs> but yeah, um, Partners in I... Crime is Partners in Crime is a really good script as well. Just like a one, just just like a one-off reintroduction of Donna and like, you know, I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty sure that he just wrote wrote um, rather than being like the, the whole exchange between the Doctor and Donna. I'm pretty sure he just wrote the Doctor and Donna uh, see each other and David and Catherine improvise a scene.
1: I I hope that was the case because they look like the most having the time of their life just doing that scene
0: (laughs) oh it's one of my favorites like it's like (laughs) i i can literally i can mouth the whole scene which is no good for an audio podcast
1: no (laughs) i'm sure the audience worked ride, you know you just do that for a whole minute you know just yeah complete (laughs) silence yeah um uh, i tell you what i'm really excited because this news has made me want to go back and we watch those seasons. Mm-hmm. And my partner, she really wants to watch the David Tennant episodes because she hasn't watched any of them. Um, but she's a big David Tennant fan. You're not and... going to skip.
0: You're not going to skip nine, though, are you?
1: No, I, gonna skip I, I nine. want to.
0: No, no I'm saying you're not going to skip nine, are you? Do do. You're not
1: do, nine. I, Don't I skip to, nine. No, I, Don't <laughs> skip I, I'm, nine. I'm not going to Jack. Okay. <laughs> Uh,
0: just friends don't let friends skip nine <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, it's not that i'm not gonna love her if she skips nine but um you know that i'm just saying honey if you're listening to this we, there's no excuse you've got to watch nine like she, she's just nine? she's not particularly she because she's not as knowledgeable about Christopher Eccleston, she's like, "Oh, but I want to watch David Tennant." And it's like, but but it's so worth it, Chris. Yeah, Rexton.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but 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 it's like the payoff. Yeah. Of and like it's not. And it's not even like it's an upgrade from from Chris and David. I'm not saying it in that way at all. No, no. It's just it's, it's the just, story just different, as well. and it's the story. Yeah. and it, Oh.
1: Mm. I no, I want to yeah. see that fresh perspective as well from someone else to kind of know where things are going. And then for them to be like, why they seem to be bringing up Bad Wolf a lot? It's like, mm hmm, mm hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. are they? Are they? So, as, has
0: has she seen any of Doctor Who, really? Or n- no,
1: she ha- she hasn't. Like, she knows it's a big thing, and she's wanted to watch it, and she uh, she knows enough about it from me talking about it from the podcast and everything, but uh it. She, she's just a real big fan of david Tennant. she's seen him in a lot of stuff um and she just wants to get into doctor who through him and i'm like okay. yeah i'm totally up for watching that with you and uh, seeing if episodes are better than i remember um or worse than i remember mm. um, whether or not we get up to this season that has dinosaurs on the spaceship and then i can be oh we're gonna get there episode. when
0: we're when we're doing our 11th doctor <laughs> retrospective that'll be that'll be a whole episode just yeah. dinosaurs on a spaceship <laughs> just me shitting on it for an hour and a half
1: but jack I'm, I'm gonna get to leather monsters and i'm gonna still think it's probably really shit but i don't know I, I i do not know it could be just actually you know really you know what more. you know
0: what it's really fun i i re i've rewatched series one and two. i i sort of rewatch them every year but i've been rewatching series three sort of on and off a bit in prep for when we finally do our uh, next part of our 10th doctor retrospective uh-huh, uh-huh. and yeah shit holds up shit good. holds up real good
1: because season three is fantastic Absolutely fantastic! I know it's a different doctor, but I don't care. I love quoting that. Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, and that reminds me of another one of his excellent scripts, Utopia. Oh, um, Utopia
1: is—is is that the one with the whole broadcasting and the? No, no,
0: oh, no. That's oh, the, I thought. I thought that's last of the Time Lords.
1: No, 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 no. I'm I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the one with the broadcasting and the guy who gets the. No, that's the, the Idiot's Lantern. Certain... You. That's the. No, <laughs> I, I, thought you you... I, thought make... I thought you were making a
0: joke. There, I was like, no, me? no, I'm not even. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're and not... no, you're not even talking about. You're talking about Let... freaking um uh. Ah, I can't even remember.
1: But you're. Yeah. No. It's- 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 no. Brand, yeah. No, Utopia with um, the return of the master, right?
0: Yes, yeah, Derek I, Jackabee, I, the yeah, most I, evil I, master.
1: Yes, I, I know Utopia. I was putting your leg there,
0: right? It's funny enough, I've actually been listening to uh, uh, series five of The War Master uh, mm-hmm. recently. I've got series one, five, and six of War Master. I need to get two, three, and four. It, I gotta say, I think it's the best uh, series Big Bangs are putting out at the minute. So uh thank you, Russell, for you know, indirectly giving us that as well. Um Robin, thank you so much for discussing uh this topic with me. It's Dude, so I had to be done. <laughs> it's so you know it's the dream come true for Doctor Who fans like us that were there in two thousand and five. So oh I can't wait to see what you do, Russell. If you listen, which you're not, but still <laughs>
1: and you know for those who are listening like tell us your thoughts like I, what are things that you want to see russell uh take on and challenge or maybe bring back um yeah just get a real conversation going about this
0: totally man um are you ready for a little cannon buster and just oh, to end yeah. up this mini episode of ours okay um just, to, just for full warning, before we did this, uh, I had, I didn't have one ready. I didn't know if we were going to do an episode. Not we really like, oh, we will. We'll, we'll do one reacting to Russell and stuff. And I was like, okay, um cool. And then as I do, I type in random words into uh, the Tyler's data call. And I did a couple. And I was like, oh, that's not really good. Oh, that's not really good. And I was like, I got kind of pissed off. And I was like, right, I'm just going to type this in, which isn't going to come up with anything. And then... The word I typed in brought up a fucking hit. So
1: you laughed in hysterics because you did this before we were recording and just your eyes lit up. And I was like, oh, I'm looking forward to this later.
0: Well, are you ready for this?
1: Ah, fire away. Robin. Mm hmm.
0: Um. You may not have been aware of this, but uh, in the Doctor Universe, uh, the Doctor actually is Merlin. Okay, okay,
1: uh, bear okay, me okay. there. Okay. That's that's yeah, in yeah. itself.
0: That's revealed in a in an episode of the Seventh Doctor era. Basically, I think it's implied that the Seventh Doctor uh, is Merlin in the Arthurian legend. Uh, basically, okay. Mm-hmm. That means from, and this is based on the uh, comic project uh long longiness right <clears throat> um which features uh oh it features nimrod uh the head of the forge which is a uh which will be a reference which um people from uh, the, the land of big finish and you know listeners will know the forge and uh, know nimrod um I'm beating around the bush here, man, because I can't believe this. So, bearing yeah, yeah. in mind the doc- bearing in mind the Doctor's Merlin, okay? Yeah, yeah. The foreskin of Merlin was contained in the Hecht Museum Unexplained and Occult Material. The Doctor's foreskin is on display in a museum. <laughs>
1: The actual fuck I... <laughs> when you burst out laughing i did not expect us to be talking about the doctor's foreskin like well
0: there we go we've gone we've gone to smut we have i'm sorry
1: <laughs> oh oh saucy i yeah mm. I... I have so many questions and I do, think do you that's... know what's
0: funny that's literally, that's the that's the listing on the TARDIS data call. That is it. That's literally it. So I couldn't answer more about it if I wanted to. I could speculate, but,
1: you know. Dude, all I'm thinking now is, you know how it's uh, Doctor Who circumstances, he could be in the same place at, at two times or things can happen to him twice. Yeah. What happened to the if another incarnation of the Doctor also had his foreskin chopped off and had that in a museum? Like, well, that's
0: the, that. it, that's the... What I want to... Like, it's like, the question is, is, like, is this the seventh Doctor's foreskin? And it's like, was he... Like, did he have that done? Obviously, ad- he would be an adult body, and it's like... And then it's like, but what happens
1: when he regenerates? <laughs> does, does he get it back? Does it? Oh go? my! God.
0: <laughs> it it opens up a whole can of worms. I don't really want to get into on this. <laughs> no, quite.
1: <laughs> and it's and that means we've got a piece of Time Lord DNA in some sort of museum somewhere. <laughs> where I'm not trying to create like the weirdest ass episode here, but I'm just saying if some Baddies old plans to try and get hold of Time Lord DNA. They've got it right there.
0: Like it, it makes me think of um, you know, epilogue, uh that Justice League Unlimited episode, which is a which is actually an epilogue to Batman Beyond.
1: Oh, I haven't watched okay. that.
0: You haven't.
1: No, I <gasps>
0: that is literally one of the best episodes of Justice League Unlimited, and like I say, an epilogue to Batman Beyond.
1: uh see, I I love Justice League I just I I finished all of Justice League and then I plan to watch um Unlimited and I just never got round to it I know I right. know
0: okay um I'm going to spoil a small part of
1: it no, no, okay? go ahead go
0: ahead but 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 you should definitely watch it cuz it's got one of the best Batman uh like interactions in anything but basically they're talking about um how um uh, how it would be easy to create a version of Batman because there will, there will be a need for a Batman. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Amanda Waller talking about how, um um you know, they just need the DNA and that's easy to get because he left it all over town. And she turns oh, into, and she turns to, she's talking and she goes, not even remotely what I meant.
1: I I have seen that clip online and it's hilarious.
0: It's kind of like that with the doctor, isn't it? It's like you know, if I wanted time DNA, I could get anywhere. He left it all over town. Not even remotely what I meant.
1: Ah, uh, oh, I, I, I'm just thinking of that 1.2 episode where it's revealed that he has two hearts, and the other person he's talking to is like. Oh, I wonder if that's the only yeah. two things you've got. That's
0: it? Jackie for you, right there in Christmas Evasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, oh, is there anything else you've got to? Have? And then Rose is like, leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Well, no, it's just look.
1: I tell okay. you what, that would make watching Murder in a very different show if the Doctor also starred in that. Oh yeah,
0: I would. I would have watched it if it was Sylvester McCoy. <laughs> Uh, every week um right well let's, right there, let's, yes. that's 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 not beat around the bush now Let's let's uh <laughs> that's that's gonna leave that there okay uh thank you so much for joining uh, me as always robin for discussing this amazing news and all our rambling in between as we always do
1: <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure jack and what a note to end on! Why right after some fantastic news um yeah Doctor foreskin <laughs> so childish but yeah i, I know right? that Russell t davis is wow yeah russle t davis yeah Russell t davis, yeah. Russell davis.
0: that's 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 let's go out on that note shall we rather yes, than the doctor's please. foreskin Russell t davis is back or he will be back very soon you know he said you know he i i never realized that obviously he was saying like yes i will come back one day i will come back but until then there must be no tears, no rica i'm just trying to you know, do my first doctor impression <laughs> oh, oh, i was pretty impressed actually anyway yeah,
1: quite good with that
0: anyway thank you so much robin thank you to any and all listeners please hit us up on twitter or on facebook or somewhere else hit me up thank you for joining us here's to the future of doctor who May it live long, and long live the king.
1: Mm.
0: Thank you all. It's rough for now. Are you going to say goodbye as well?
1: oh, <laughs> Sorry, no, I, I just thought my do 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 was enough. So...
0: Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I mean, you keep...